Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Blue Lady! Blue Lady! Blue Lady! 180! Okay, Rye, so we're here to talk about the football. In two weeks, I want to say, Big Ten football is back. You know what also is back? What? Bet online. The wait, it's finally oh, over. Football oh, is back. You might not be at the game know. this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. You know, last week I was looking at college football, which is back. I was looking to put money on Florida, but you know, Texas A&M came back, and I lost some money. But I used Bet Online anyway for game spreads and totals to team, player, coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to Bet Online AG today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, you want to know why Florida lost, Rye? Kyle Trask didn't play well. Kyle Kellen Mond finally played well. Jimbo Fisher getting you know everything back for Texas A&M, but more importantly, Rutgers football is starting in two weeks, and I. Ha <laughs> it wasn't the crowd noise. It wasn't the, the crowd Jimbo noise. Fisher, but Rutgers football is back. You know, the QB <laughs> situation right now is a real mess. There's about four guys that could potentially be in there. But, you know, I think it's just going to be a it's gonna be a stacked QB competition right now. Greg Schiano has a lot of options. And, you know, which is both good and bad. But, you know, especially during this COVID shortened season, it could be more bad because of the lack of spring practice. Um, yeah, so quarterbacks, uh, they came out with the roster, and I think a couple of the questions that we had were, number one, what position was uh, Peyton Powell going to play, transfer from Baylor, who uh, Coach Ciano actually recruited uh, as an athlete to Ohio State. So that question was answered for us. He's going to play corner, so that takes um, a guy out of that competition that we thought might have been in the competition. Uh Early enrollee Evan Simon, you know, with the shortened season, I don't see him competing for the job. Although Coach Ciano has brought in very talented freshmen who have played, like Tom Savage back in the day, uh, Gary Nova, but with the without the ability to have a full on summer workout schedule, which is really important to learning playbooks and building uh, rapport with receivers, I don't see it. Um, so for the sake of breaking down the quarterbacks. Let's eliminate guys um, after that so we can figure out who it's going to be on a smaller scale. Um, I think for the most part, we're going to be right for who's going to compete for reps. Um, But we're going to take Evan Simon and Peyton Powell off the list. Um, So that leaves us Noah Vedral, Austin Albarisi, Cole Snyder, Johnny Langan, Artsitkowski. I think you take off uh, Austin Albarisi uh, just because he's a redshirt sophomore who was a um, a guy who was really going to need that spring practice to show what he can do. Because how college football works is typically that spring practice is where you earn the opportunity to get reps in training camp. So I think that's going to hurt him with that situation. So Noah Vedral, uh transfer from Nebraska, uh, who actually has two years of eligibility left. He's listed as a senior, um, but he's he's a regular senior. Um, not a fifth-year senior. Um, so he actually has two years of eligibility left. So that's going to be interesting to see how they go about that. So that leaves us him, 
Cole Snyder, Johnny Lang, and Arthur Sid Arthur Sitkowski. Um, what do you think about those four QBs, right? I think at the end of the day, this all comes down to Art Zitkowski. Um, he was in the transfer portal earlier this year. He wanted a red shirt after four games because Rutgers was so bad this past year before Chris Ass got fired. Um, he was looking like he was going to transfer, but then the hired Shiano brought him back. I think it all comes down to the success of Art. Uh, he came in with really high expectations. Uh, fair or not, he hasn't necessarily lived up to them, but that's not necessarily all his fault. Rutgers hasn't really had the team around him so for him to be successful. Um, I'm all in on Art. I think he has all the talent in the world, and I hope that Chiano and the new offensive coordinator, Sean Gleason, um, can give confidence back to him because I really think at the end of the day that he's the most talented. But, you know, sometimes QB situations work out who's the best fit for the team, not necessarily the best player, but I really hope Art can win the job because I think he's the most talented player and I'm just rooting for him because I know how special that he can be. Right. And Archie Kowski, first of all, incredible work ethic. I used to see him in the bubble all the time, late at night. You know me, right? I was, I was out there doing some crazy things late at night. Trying of course, to, of course. You know, so um, I'd always see Art throwing, getting extra throws in. Um, we actually, you know, it was kind of just like, Hey, you're here again. Yep. What's, how you doing? So, you know, real recognizes real. And, um, you know, Art's as real as it gets, really good kid, re really, really good work ethic. But like you said, it's going to be what is the best fit for the team. Um, I think Art Zitkowski, more of a pro-style quarterback. Um, if you fit him into a spread system, I think he's more of a Drew Brees type uh, New Orleans Saints spread where it's like four or five wide receivers and you're throwing the ball all over the yard. I think Art has the ability to do that. Um, do we have the ability as a team to do that? Um, I think that remains to be seen. And Sean Gleason, I think, is going to figure out has to figure out what style benefits our team. Because you look at Johnny Lang, and I don't think he throws the ball as good as Art, but he can also run. And I think you know there is something to be said about him playing last year and you know going through all that adversity. Um, now, Nunzio Campanelli was running the offense last year, really good offensive mind. Uh, he knows um, he knows Johnny better than anybody because he was his high school coach. So he was really putting him in positions to, um, you know, for him to be successful last year, which obviously Sean Gleason is going to do. But at the same time, it's like, you know, is that what's going to make Rutgers successful? Um, so then you look at Noah Vedral. I think he's a guy who, who kind of can, he can kind of do the dual threat thing. Uh, not as good as Johnny. I don't think he's, he runs it as well as Johnny, but he probably throws it a little bit better than Johnny. Um, here's going to be his challenge. His challenge is going to be, can he come in and learn the offense as fast as he needs to? And the number one thing I think as a quarterback being in locker rooms, um, is you have to win the team over. Um, I think that if he can win the team over and win the locker room, then he'll be in a position to be successful. But if he doesn't, um, then that's going to be a little tough because, you know, um, I think being a, being a quarterback is, it is about having the skill set to make all the throws and all that stuff. But I've seen plenty of guys in my career who couldn't make all the throws um, and were awesome and they just didn't win the locker room. So I think it's going to be um, an interesting battle. And then you have Cole Snyder, who I think 
listen, Rutgers fans, if Cole Snyder doesn't win the job this year or doesn't sniff the job this year, I would still feel very good about his future. He is a very, very good player. He is a very mentally strong guy, and his skill set is awesome. Uh, I know his quarterback coach very well from my days in Syracuse, and he's been very well coached. Uh, the future is bright for Cole Snyder. So I think how this is probably going to work with training camp, usually when you have transfer quarterbacks, you put them in the first or the second group. I mean, some coaches flat out just put them with the first group because it's like, like here I'm sending you, I'm sending a message to my team. Um, it's probably the reps are probably going to be um, a split situation. Now, how they usually do it is you see multiple fields on most college football teams' campuses because they run two, sometimes two separate practices. It feels like even though it's it's actually one practice, and you have the first and the second team on one field, and the third and the fourth guys on another field, and a lot of the times it's just one big three group. So it's probably on that first field, it's probably going to be um, at least three of those guys. Probably be a combination of Sitkowski, Langan, and Vedral, I would think. And then the second team reps would probably be Cole Snyder. Um, but who knows how they do it? Um, it's really going to depend. Going back to that, learning the offense, as a transfer quarterback and some of these younger guys, there's a whole new offensive system going on right now. So it's who can learn this new offensive system the fastest. So that gives not necessarily no Vedral an advantage, but it, it shortens the learning curve compared to the other guys because it's a completely new offense that they're bringing in. Um, Johnny Langan, as you said, coming in, a very tough situation, is a dual-threat guy, can run it, can throw it a little bit. Not the not the passer that Art is, but is more of a runner. Um, Noah Vedral got a couple games last year, looked pretty good for Nebraska. Um, you know, he's an older guy. He has leadership. He's been the quarterback at a Big Ten team for a couple years that have been relatively successful. Um, Nebraska was horrible last year. Won a game. He's won a game like more than Art Sikowski. Like I, it's a very it's he's, what? what he's coming in with more experience. No, he's not. He's come. He, Art Art started eleven games his freshman year. Granted, it was an absolute dumpster fire, and he they and I think that hurt Art more than it helped him. I think it would have benefited. I think it would. I think it would have benefited Art a lot more to learn behind Giovanni Rashigno, uh, Rashigno, uh, um, than to be thrown to the fire like he was. Uh, but he still has more playing experience than Noah Vedral. Noah Vedral comes in as a as a uh, I, I want to say a higher profile guy. Um, probably could fit what Sean Gleason wants to do a little bit more. Um, but I, I don't think experience uh, is um, one up on art in that situation. That's fine. They're both big 10 starting quarterbacks. Um, you know, it all comes down to who in the locker room can lead. As you said, uh, quarterback is, you know, the commander of the offense, you know, he's the leader on the field. He's, you know, the, in, he's the play He's essentially the player coach. He's got to lead everybody in the right direction. So, it's all about who can lead the locker room, right? And you see sometimes some transfers like Russell Wilson when he transferred from NC State to Wisconsin come in and took that locker room by storm. They were a couple plays away from playing the national title that year. They were one of the best teams in the country. Um, so it really depends on on what happens with him. Um, I honestly am rooting for Art Zikowski. I think that he's gotten a lot of criticism from everybody just in terms of just the media not being good as you know we've talked about him if you looked up Un unwarranted criticism i think if you looked up worst quarterback in college football to siri siri popped artsikowski number one because all the pick sixes that he had in 2018 and 2019 that was terrible oh my god 
Apple should be ashamed of themselves. Can you imagine, dude? Like, can you imagine how he must have felt like walking around campus? Like, like that is no situation I would want anybody to be in. Like, you have to give Artsitkowski like so much credit for his uh his strength. Like he is such a good dude. Like you really root for guys like that. A hundred percent. And you know, hearing that criticism really stinks. And you know, he's a tough kid. He's staying the course. He's at Rutgers. He didn't transfer away, which gives me a, ton, a lot more respect for him. I'm rooting for him. I know he has a ton of talent. He is a good kid. He's a good leader, as Alex has said. So I'm rooting for him. I think that he is the leader going into camp just because of the talent and just because he's had more games started than, obviously, Johnny Langer and Vedral. But, you know, anything can happen at this point. And with the COVID-shortened season, it really comes down to who is, you know, asking Coach Gleason all the right questions in the offseason and everything, you know, to really get a step ahead of the offense. You know, whoever can lead the team, even if they're, you know, struggling a little bit, that's who's going to win the job, you know, and whoever fits the offense, as we've said. I don't know if Coach Coach Giano has has played a couple quarterbacks at the beginning of the season in years past. I remember, and I want to say it was 2011, uh, Chase Dodd played, and then Gary Nova played uh, quite a bit, and then Gary Nova uh, came off the bench against Syracuse and ultimately took that job for the majority of that season uh, until it was handed back to Chase Dodd. Um, however... I think this is a different season. There's only eight games, and one would think Rutgers isn't going to be playing for the Big Ten Championship. Although, you know, Coach Ciano, you know, the mindset, Coach Ciano can't tell his he can't tell his players, yeah, we're not playing for anything, right? Like that's just not right. Um, and he's not the kind of guy who's gonna do that. But I think depending on how the first couple games go, I think maybe the best thing, because every single quarterback on the roster has at least two years of eligibility, maybe you do play two quarterbacks. I I mean, I, I don't see how one quarterback will play. Every, and I don't see how one quarterback will start every single game. I bet there's going to be multiple starters this year. I bet Art gets a shot. I think Johnny Langan gets a shot. And I think Noah Vettel gets a shot. I think all three of those guys will start a game at some point this year. Fair or not, I think that's just going to happen. I think Shiano is going to roll the dice with some guys just because of the short season and how they've had a lack of practice. Right. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a good sign if all three of them are playing. But if two of them are playing, I think that's a good sign. Well, you know what they say: if you have if you have three quarterbacks, you don't have one. Well, they say if you have two. Well, I know I I, I, I oversimplified it, but it's you know it's a really tough conversation to have. It's a really tough you know feeling to have that you have multiple quarterbacks starting a game. There's no necessarily consistency there, but. Being the competitive guy that Shiano is, he's going to put the team in the best situation to win a football game. And if that's switching quarterbacks, he's going to do it. Right. And but but so much of this is, I think, his supporting cast. Like like if we can't throw the ball all over the field with receivers and and good protection up front, like you know, it's going to be very hard for Archidkowski to have success not being as mobile. Uh, but at the same time, it's like. Um, it's like Noah Vedral, he can throw, he's he's mobile, but how much more mobile is he than Art, right? And Johnny, even Johnny Langan, yes, a dual threat, but is he mobile enough to, um, is he mobile enough to put us in good situations? I think he is, um, but I, I don't think he's the pure passer that Art, Art is. And the brief film that we have seen of 
uh, Vedral. Seems like he can throw the ball, but we also haven't seen the work a guy like Johnny Langan has been putting in over this offseason. We haven't seen how he's improved his arm strength and accuracy and all that stuff. So, and Art as well. Maybe Art has gotten a little bit more athletic to where he can run more of those bootlegs and, and get out of the pocket and, and maybe run some Zoe Reed stuff. So, I think it's uh, it's really going to depend on what Sean Gleason's vision is on how we can win football games and which quarterback puts Rutgers in the best position to win football games. I completely agree. And, you know, it's not the most ideal time to have multiple quarterbacks, you know, and a new offense and a new coach because, as you see in the NFL, the new the teams with new coaches are struggling. And even though Greg Shannon has been at Rutgers before, he's still technically a new coach because he's new, all new players, new conference, and everything like that. So it's going to be a little bit of a tough situation for Rutgers. But, you know, I think that if we see improvement, if we see a little bit of hope from everybody, I don't really care about their record at this point. If we see improvement, if we see hope from them, I think it's a win for the season. And if these guys show that they're more capable of it and, you know, the, the whole team looks better, like if there's a whole better supporting cast, you know, that's the dual-edged sword of a quarterback position. You get all the praise and you get all the heat. So it's honestly whoever can, if we, Rutgers has a bad game, who could take the heat, you know, come back from it and persevere. So – I honestly think that it potentially could be an okay, okay situation with the quarterbacks, but honestly, we don't know. There's a, so many unknowns in this season with everything going on, so we really have to see the product on the field first before we can make any more judgments. Right, like God forbid one of them gets COVID, and then it's like, okay, well, <laughs> we definitely have to go to our next quarterback. You know, it's like survive in advance. You know, it sucks that that happens, but, you know, at this point, you just got to move on, and, you know, it's going to suck, but everybody's got to be ready to play. Yeah, and I and I'm I'm very excited to see the changes that these guys have made over the offseason to be better because it's like we haven't seen these guys in in like pretty much a, almost a full year. So a, a lot can happen. Like these guys are most of these guys are between the ages of 19 and 22. So like a lot can happen over the course of 9 10 months and I know it's been tough with the with the quarantines and the lockdowns but uh, these guys have still been getting their work in, and uh, it's going to be exciting to see the fruits of their labor. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for the quarterback group. I mean, a lot, a lot of things can happen in three months. Look at us, you know, in the off season after we play lacrosse, you know, who we'll have the whole summer, you know, who comes back in shape in the in the fall, you know, for fall ball and everything. So a lot can happen, and they've had even more time than that. So just. The, the things that we mentioned, these guys, I'm sure, have all awesome work ethics. You know, I'm really rooting for Art. I think that he could potentially be great. Um, we got to see what the offense looks like. I see the supporting cast around him. But overall, I'm very hopeful for the quarterback situation to be better. And I think there's going to be better coaching, a bit more, more of a direction to help our guys out. And I couldn't be more excited, you know. And, you know, there's going to be bumps along the way, but we just got to keep moving forward. And I think it's going to be good at the end. Who's your dark horse in this race? You have a dark horse. Like, who's your favorite? Like, rank them. Like, who? Like, if you had to gun your head, uh, who who would you say is going to win the job? I'm going to say Artsikowski's going to win the job right away. Then I think the backup would be No No Vedral, and then Johnny Lang would be third. Okay. Um, I could get behind that. Um, depending on how Noah Vedral does in camp, like uh, I could see him opening up as the starter. Um, but I could get behind uh, Artsikowski. Um, I think that um, Art. Coming back, not transferring. Um, I think that even if they 
all perform pretty equally. I think that he just has the natural edge. I think that he is the, the day one starter as of right now. Obviously, we don't know how the practices are going or what's going on right now, but I think that he is the guy right now if they're all equal. I think it could be Art. I think it should be Art, Vedral, and let's not sleep on Cole Snyder. Now, I don't know if it's going to be right now, but don't sleep on him eventually being the quarterback for the Scarlet Knights, like I said earlier. I'm not sleeping on him, but just because of the circumstances this year, I think it's those three guys that are going are are above Cole Snyder, and you know, sucks for him. But at this junction, I think that he could be great, and I know that he's a hardworking kid. But I think those guys are just the top, are the just at the top of the Rutgers, you know, QB situation right now. All right, uh, we'll be bringing you guys uh, some position by position uh, episodes, and uh, yeah, go follow us on social media. Uh, go subscribe to the podcast and, uh, you know, talk to you guys soon. Hey, you made it to the end, or I'm just talking to myself and Ryan. You stay classy, Piscataway. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.